The Ryan and Russ Show is brought to you by Vision Homes. If you're looking to build a new home in North Central West Virginia, then AskVisionHomes.com is for you. Vision Homes, building you a house you are proud to call home. And don't forget to subscribe to The Ryan and Russ Show, but don't take our word for it. Take Coach Nealon's. Hi, this is Coach Don Nealon, and you're watching The Ryan and Russ Show. Please subscribe. And we welcome you back to the Ryan and Russ show, your source for West Virginia sports. Rambling Rush is out uh, all week. He's actually on his honeymoon, so you guys are stuck with me all week. Uh, but we're going to bring in a special guest, and he's going to be filling in for Rush on the Ryan and Rush show. Uh, he he is our intern. Um, he, he just started here recently. If you guys follow us on Twitter, social media, Matthew Daniels is uh, working for the Ryan and Rush show. So, Matt, welcome to the Ryan and Rush show. I guess this is your uh, debut, and uh, you're debuting on a pregame show. So, welcome aboard. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to get some uh, reps on the flagship. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, hey. Uh, no, no time to rest. We got a ball game here tipping off in less than two hours at the Coliseum. West Virginia open around a 12 point favorites down to, I think, seven and a half at some places. So, anticipating another um, close game against the uh, Jacksonville State Gamecocks. If you remember in 2019, last time these teams played, Jacksonville State missed a wide open three at the buzzer. They, they could, they could have came into the Coliseum, got a bye win. Uh, we're coming off the Monmouth loss. Matt, you were at the game on Friday night. Um, your thoughts on a disappointing second half from the Mountaineers to fall to one and one before we dive into Jack State? Yeah, it was a tough night. And to be honest with you, uh, it just kind of seemed like they controlled the game from the get go. Um, you know, we were pretty ineffective offensively, um, didn't get a lot of 50 50 balls. Um, and, you know, the um, I think it was Xavier Rice, is that what it was? The coach's kid uh, completely mm-hmm. lit us up. Um, can't really be too disappointed to be completely honest with you. Um, you know, we all know that this team is really shorthanded and they've been dealt a pretty tough hand. Um, so it's disappointing to see you lose a bye game like that, but at the same time, you know, we just need to uh, let this team grow and, um, get some more reps and see what they can do. Yeah, it's, I mean, you never want to lose a bye game, but it's not the end of the world. TCU, like I said, lost to, um, also, Northwestern State is a 30-plus point favorite last year. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State both lost. Oklahoma State lost again this year in a bye game. You see teams lose bye games all the time. The key is not turning one loss into two, and so that's why we flipped the page to Jacksonville State, which is going to be a hard game. I mean, those that know Jacksonville State, they were in the Ohio Valley for years, but now they're in um, the Atlantic Sun. They transitioned over last year. And now they're actually transitioning over into Conference USA. So they've been in three different years. And, yes, this is the same Jacksonville State that Rich Rod is coaching at on the football side for you West Virginia fans. So they got they got athletes. They're athletic. They're well-coached. Ray Harper, believe it or not, I think is already – he's been there since 2016. So this is his eighth year. He's 132-94. and 94. He's led two different Jacksonville State teams to the NCAA tournament. He's – his teams are always old. They're always well coached. They play hard. Honestly, reminds me a little bit of the Hugs teams um, from, from a mid-major standpoint. And he's won multiple bye games over the year. And wh- whether they, it was at Wichita State one year, 
They they beat another Big 12 school one year. They I know they've beaten the ACC school. So the Mountaineers are going to have their hands full. And I, I you got to think that Jacksonville State, looking at the film, is look at their chops. I mean, they, they saw what Monmouth did to us in the second half. They're going to switch up defenses too. What are your thoughts on this Jacksonville State Gamecocks team as you dove into them a little bit more today, Matt? So the the thing that really worries me a little bit, um, their backcourt, um, you know, they got a lot of scoring. I think their two uh, guards combined to average about 30 a game. Um, a little bit worrisome because we saw, you know, how Monmouth's guards kind of lit us up on Friday night. Um, they're not really a great rebounding team. Um, from what I saw, they are a little bit ahead of us, you know, in terms of rebounds per game. It is pretty early in the season. Um, I think they're probably going to push the pace a lot. They're probably going to get a Kai Kai Tandy, a lot of looks and try to uh, replicate what Monmouth did to us on Friday. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got to think that they're, they watched the Monmouth film. Um, I mean, Jacksonville State, like I said, comes in one and one. They actually, they actually lost. They blew a, I think it was a 15 point lead. It was a 15 or 16 point lead in the second half against Dixie State, also known now as Utah Tech. Um, and lost that one 81 79 in overtime. So they're also in a bounce back spot. And like I said, they've come to the Coliseum. They've almost won in the past. This team, I've actually coached against this team when, when I was in the Ohio Valley at Austin P. So this is a familiar opponent. Kind of know what we're getting with them. They're not going to hide it. They, like you said, they want to outpunk you. You look at their starting five, um, all veterans, a bunch of juniors. You got a grad transfer. Uh, they got good size. You got six, both six two, six three guards at the wing, six six, six seven, six ten, and they're they're gonna uh, mix up their defenses too. And I would anticipate that we see a lot of zone considering we went nine to thirty two on Friday night in the first half or second half on the Missouri State game. We were four for thirty two, so that's two different halves where we've thrown up a big goose egg in terms of shooting the basketball at a twenty percent clip. Matt, you're Biggest concern headed into tonight. I know you touched on some some of the things that they do well. Is there an area that you're looking at where you're thinking, "Hey, man, we 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 got to win that battle right there if we're going to have a chance to get to two and one before we head to Fort Myers next week." There's there's two in my opinion. Um, I think one we need a little bit more scoring out of the backcourt, more specifically Seth. Uh, we would like him to play a little bit more efficiently. You know, he hasn't been very good shooting the ball in the first couple of games of the season. And uh, I think in order for us to be successful, he's going he he's kind of the catalyst, in my opinion. Uh, you know, we have Quinn and Jesse down there. But when it comes to, you know, making a tough shot when we need it, uh, I think Seth's going to be that guy. And I think we really need him to, you know, shoot a little bit better, be a bit more efficient. And I think the second thing is just the um, – rebounding and 50-50 balls. I noticed in the first two games last week, you know, we weren't very successful um, when it came to getting a 50-50 ball and rebounding as well. Um, I'm definitely looking for us to hopefully get a few more of those tonight. It's been kind of rough, but, you know, uh, that that's a big key for me. It's been a big key in the whole offseason. And Josh talked about rebound, rebound, rebound. Thought we did a decent job early in the Monmouth game, but kind of the second half we didn't get a loose ball. And if you're not going to get loose balls against Jacksonville State, it could be a long night. But listen to Josh Eilert's press conference. This is probably the best week of practice so far, best couple days. Had a heart-to-heart film, long film session on Sunday. I, I 
I think sometimes a, a bye game loss is a wake-up call. So hopefully it is. Um, other than Louisville, pretty much every team so far, every high major has bounced back after their bye game losses. Uh, run to read in the chat. And everybody, please send in your questions um, leading up to this game, an area that concerns you, what, 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 what matchup you're most intrigued with, your keys to victory. We'll get to our keys to victory at the end of the pregame show. But uh, uh, he, he talks about Kempom, and, and yeah, I, I think Kempom has them ranked two thirteen. They're better than two thirteen. Sometimes Kempom doesn't take into account early in the season how good some of these mid major teams, and with just the transfer portal, how much turnover there is on each and every one of these rosters. They really don't know until you get five ten games in a sample size. So um, I, I'm I'm not going to give away my keys to victory just yet. But it's an area I'm looking for. I'm looking for, like you said, Kobe and Seth couldn't couldn't buy a shot the other night. I'm I'm anticipating a lot of zone from Jacksonville State. I think Josh talked about getting their legs back under them. I know we're playing basically a six man rotation. I know Pat and Bembry uh, have been limited with three to four minutes a game, but I'm looking for some guys to step into some shots tonight. They're they're going to double and triple Jesse time and time again and that's why i mean if i told you jesse edwards was had the least amount of field goal attempts in our starting five you would call me crazy but that's the facts because teams are just simply taking them out of the game because they're just daring us to beat them from the perimeter so we need some guys to pop up and make some shots tonight i know that sounds simple and cliche but it's real it's really a reality uh matt we talked about we always joke about this on the ryan and russ show who's your x factor and last year and we didn't really need to ask. It was always Eric Stevens. So we're going to get good Eric. We're going to get bad Eric. With this team, I mean, you only have six options. Who is your X factor going into tonight's game? And honestly, who's your X factor for this team? I have a I have a prime candidate that I think a guy that needs to start playing better because I think he's capable of doing so. But who's your X factor with this Mountaineer basketball team? Yeah, my X factor is Seth. Um, like I said a little bit earlier, Seth is going to be the guy that we're going to need to lean on to, you know, make some shots down the stretch. Uh, we need a big three or whatever it is. Um, that, that's why we need him to be a little bit more efficient. Um, I don't think that's going to be like a season long thing. I think Seth is eventually going to figure it out. Uh, but he's definitely my X factor for this team because we can't get anything going down low. Um, you know, Kobe, Kobe's shot has improved a lot, honestly, from what I've seen, but it's not really something that I, I think we're going to lean on. Um, later in the season, but I think Seth definitely would be. I like I like the Seth. I like Seth because we saw what I mean the energy that he gave us in those first four to five minutes of the second half of uh the Missouri State game. Mm-hmm. I mean he made four big buckets that really got us back into it. I'm looking at a guy that that's honestly struggled so far this year for shooting the basketball, but he's still averaging uh what is it, seven and a half rebounds a game. I'm looking at I'm looking at Josiah Harris, man. I, I expect big things from him this year. He's six seven. He looks the part. I think he's he's capable of taking his game to another level. And he he's unfortunately not made shots in the first couple games. He's shooting two for eleven from downtown. Last year he's five for sixteen. I think he's a better shooter than that. He's four for twenty from the field altogether. I mean the whole team basically is four for twenty so far altogether. But I mean I do think that is going to even out, and I think it's going to even out tonight. I, I think they're going to shoot the ball well tonight. I know I said that on Friday night, but I truly believe it to be so tonight. I, I'm looking at Josiah Harris as a guy that can 
maybe get a double-double. I, I, I think he's going to play almost 40 minutes. Jesse Edwards can't grab every single rebound. He's already averaging seven rebounds. I think this is a guy that can take his game to another level, especially with us just playing the, the six-man rotation. So that's what I'm looking at. You're looking at Seth. Obviously, Seth is pivotal. He's got to make some shots for us to create a little bit of separation offensively. Let's talk. Let's talk offense. Uh, I know we're talking about just missing shots, but from a tactical standpoint, Matt, where do you want to see them go early and often? Who do you want to see them get going? Is it Seth? Do you want to see some stuff for Seth early? I, I would say that, but honestly, you brought up a really good point with JoJo. Um, JoJo's had that shot in the corner probably twelve times a season. He hasn't really knocked it down at a great rate. But you can tell that's a shot that he likes and a shot that he wants to take. Um, I would definitely like to see him get some looks early on. Uh, Seth, of course, um, you know, try to feed the ball down low to Jesse. I know it's not that simple. You know, he's getting double and triple teamed all the time. But, you know, if it was me, I would like to see us, you know, get out of the gate, make some make some shots and then see where we can go from there. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um for mine, I, I kind of mentioned it. Uh, you look at the you look at the stat sheet, and it, it's pretty thin on the stat sheet. You got Quinn Slazinski shooting ten for twenty six from the field on the year. Uh, Kobe Johnson eight of twenty five. Seth Wilson seven of twenty six. Josiah Harris four of twenty. Jesse Edwards ten of eighteen. So Jesse Edwards has the least amount of field goal attempts of the of the starting five. That can't be the case. You got. He's too talented to be fifth on the on the team in scoring. I think we got to get him going, and I know Josh will. He already talked about it in his uh, radio show last night. Some quick hitters, some cross screens, get get him going. Isoed in the post. They are going to double him every single time, and I don't blame any coach that does it. I mean, every coach should double him with the way that we're shooting the basketball, 14 to 53 through two games from downtown. So, I mean, just get some easy ones for him, and you know what? By default, we might get a guy like Josiah and Seth going when they double Jesse. He's a willing passer. So I'm looking at that um, to get those guys involved. I'm also looking at a guy like Pat Sumick, man, and Ofri coming off the bench. We need a little bit more. I know we only have eight guys, three three reserves. So I, I think I, I think we got to get those guys going too. They need to play a little bit more just because – Jesse Edwards can't play 38 minutes a game. He's going to get in foul trouble eventually. He's a shot-blocking big, so looking to get some production from our bench tonight. Ofree, I feel like to do. He had a good preseason. He's had a couple tough games back-to-back to start his freshman campaign. But, hey, you know what? T- tonight's a new night. Uh, t- time to get him going and-, and some of these other guys. All right, Matt, uh, let's go over to the defensive side of things. How much zone do you think we see tonight? Uh, I would imagine we probably see quite a lot, um, obviously, given what happened on Friday. Um, Again, it just depends on whether we can make shots and get them out of that zone early. Uh, If not, it it could be a long night. Yeah, we're going to have to play a little bit of zone. And Josh in a tough spot because he didn't want to show his hand, all his hands, basically to save something for Fort Myers. But unfortunately – with the numbers that we have, we, we, we got to win these games and we already dropped one. So tonight's almost an all out effort to, to get a win and get the two and one and worry about SMU. When we get to SMU, worry about the Virginia or Wisconsin game. When we get to it, it's one game at a time. So I, I do anticipate he's going to do whatever he needs to, to get a win, whether that means playing 30 minutes of zone, I think he'll do it. 
So we'll see what happens. Jacksonville State does struggle to shoot the ball from from the outside. So I I, I anticipate a lot of zone tonight. Matt, uh, let, let's get into keys to victory and, and wrap this thing up before everybody heads over to the Coliseum. Seven o'clock uh, tip on ESPN Plus. What is your main key to victory? Then I'll wrap it up with my keys to victory for how the Mountaineers get victory number two. Yeah, my main key um, is just to, and it's it's so cliche. I've probably said this like five times during the show, uh, but we need to make some shots early because, like I said, I I misunderstood your question from earlier, by the way. You were talking about our defense. Um, We need to make some shots early because I imagine we're going to see some more zone. Uh, try to get him out of that. Feed Jesse down low. Get some more opportunities. And uh, yeah, I I think that's a uh, that's my key. We just gotta you know get into a rhythm early, and it might be a pretty good night for us. Yeah. Um, all right. Keys to victory. Um, Moneyline Max keys to victory segments that we do on the Ryan and Russ show. I got three of them. I usually have three every single game. I don't want to give out more than that, or otherwise I'll be saying the whole whole game plan. So. Um, Keys of victory, man. I, I think it starts on the defensive end. I as as much as I would like us to make shots, you can't control that. But you can control your effort and intensity on the defensive side. I think they need to set the tone. I, I think we need to we 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 need to take Jacksonville State out of some of the things early and often make them uncomfortable. I thought Monmouth dictated the tempo. Uh, King Rice's kid t- took the ball wherever he wanted, scored wherever he wanted. Didn't make him uncomfortable. It looked like a pickup game out there for him. So I think I think you got to get up in him a little bit. Get up in these guards. They will turn it over. Um, they do play at an erratic pace at times. So I think you can turn them over. Number two, I and this kind of correlates to the offensive end. Defensive transition. But I also think that correlates to shot selection on the other end. We can't be clanking balls off the front of the rim, which ends up being an outlet pass the other way where Jacksonville state has a jailbreak going the other way. And it's three on two, two on one. I, I thought Monmouth got away from us because they were able to get out and transition. So defensive transition number two for me, but that also correlates with shot selection, not turning the basketball over and number three. And this, I mean, it's kind of been this way for the first two games. Stay together. I mean, I, Keep the adversity keeps coming. We we don't have it. We don't have an answer on Raekwon Battle yet. Who knows if we're going to get that answer? A cook a cook's gone down. Kirkisha, uh, he he's out another seven games. Stay together, man. You're not a victim. Find a way to get a win. Get to two and one. Get to Fort Myers and, and regroup and, and see if you can win some games down there. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to get a quality win against a Conference USA team that's going to have a chance to win their league. There's a reason Jacksonville State's on the schedule. West Virginia doesn't hide from these opponents just like some of these other high majors that just like to pad their win total. So play hard, play together, and embrace the adversity, and let's get a hell of a win tonight. I mean, there's no reason we shouldn't come out here and play well coming off what was the worst game that we probably will play the entire season. So expecting a spirited effort, looking forward to seeing these guys bounce back, the staff bounce back. Tip off less than 90 minutes over at the Coliseum. Matt and I, like I said, Matt will be with us all week long, filling in for Rush. Rush, I think, will be back on Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember. I, I'm, I'm a day-to-day guy, so worried about the next game on the schedule. But uh, tomorrow we go behind enemy lines with the Cincinnati guys. Uh, big one on the football side. we got to bounce back in that sport. It's a new week, man. Uh, this weekend was awful. So 
And on Thursday, we will give out our keys to victory on how to beat the Cincinnati Bearcats. And, yeah, I mean, we, we, we get this one. We get an extended break. Fort Myers is until next week. Hey, let's play well tonight. Let's get a win. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And let's go Mountaineers.